All right, welcome listeners. Really appreciate all the feedback. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for giving me your listening ears this week. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, today, we're talking about delusional behavior, one of the most difficult behaviors that you can deal with when you are working with somebody or conversating with someone. And so how do you handle somebody like that? When we talk about delusional behavior, they really live in an alternative world, right? Technically delusional comes from uh, that person, no matter what they live outside of the facts, right? These people, uh, their beliefs are not grounded in any kind of reality. You say the sky is blue, they say it's purple. Even on the most basic things, they have an alternative perception, right? Truth and reality can be right there in front of them and they still fail to see it or make a different choice. So those behaviors, it can be very difficult to deal with somebody like that. And one of the biggest challenges is try to get on the same page with that person because they see the world differently. And a key element of that is how they also refuse to even try to see the world differently when um, they've made it up in their mind that this is always the case, even in the face of contrary evidence or facts. So that doesn't mean all hope is lost, but uh, I just wanted to give you what the reality of the situation is. So let's look at, keep in mind, some cases. Many of these cases of delusion are as a result of mental illness. So this could really be a mental disorder, not just somebody's behavior that they've chosen, right? Due to undiagnosed trauma, unresolved childhood trauma, long-term manipulation, undiscovered brainwashing, all those things can be the case of where these behaviors have come from. So it's important to take a look at that as well. So what are some things you can do? Usually at this point, if you're using the word delusion, you have already had several conversations where it's been constant conflict. It's rare when you agree on anything with this person, even in the face of clear facts are disputed. All those things are typical. And if you have not come to this point, you may want to really rethink the delusion label that you have. Maybe it's just a difficult person that you can try some more conversational techniques uh, before we get to this level. But let's assume we are there, we've tried so many things, and what can we do in uh, this situation? So the first step, you really want to call out patterns of your conversation in a calm, non-emotional way. A conversation may go like this. Uh, excuse me, or there seems to be a pattern where we just don't see eye to eye on honestly quite anything, right? And you want to try to use examples that 99% of the population would agree on, but for some odd reason, they see it differently, like the color of the sky. Now, I'm being a little out there with that example, but I want to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, right? Like, I see the sky as blue, but you see it as a dark purple. We just don't even agree on the sky, right? Um, babies cry sometimes, and your opinion is no, they don't ever, right? So those kind of things like that is clear truth in them, but the person still doesn't. And it's not the fact to get into an argument here or back and forth. You are just simply pointing out the pattern that even on what I consider as the most basic, simple things, we don't have an agreement on. And then you want to tell them why that's a problem. It's very important to be clear on the why. 
Because if you cannot come up with a why, it's going to seem like you're just complaining or things really don't matter or your whole point is just to criticize the person. So, and you're really not actually trying to solve the problem. So very important to have the why and be able to explain, hey, as a result of us never getting on the same page, here are some of the consequences of that and here's why it's negatively or how it's negatively affecting me, right? And so you want to be very, very clear on that. And, and usually the spark that really lights the emotional house on fire is the lack of desire or ability to see uh, or view something from a different perspective, coupled with the ingredient of the other person thinking they're always right on everything, in every situation, even when there is nothing to really be right about. Uh, it's just a matter of fact. Right. So that's really ground zero in establishing that there's a problem that we both need to come together and solve. Do you have any goals for the conversation? So you really want to be able to, hey, I have to look back and say, hey, what is my goal? Even before I bring this to the attention of the other person, do I have a goal? What do I want to get out of this conversation? Because if you don't, it's going to be a complete waste of time. And the goal can't be, well, I just need them to change their behavior and everything would be all good. I think they need to just agree with me more or see it from my point of view, right? Sometimes they don't, won't see the benefit of it. So in these instances, you really have to, you may want to table back those kind of goals just to change their behavior. Sometimes it might just be, hey, we need just to develop a system of how we communicate, right, of how we're going to interact, um, and revert back to those behaviors. When they come up with that, you want to revert back to those behaviors of, hey, this is why it's a problem and this is why we have to solve it. One effective tool, and you should write this down, is ask the delusional person for advice on how they would solve that specific problem if they were dealing having the problem that you have, right? So a couple of key questions, helpful two questions might be these. What do I do when I know you're wrong about something but I don't want to argue about it. What should I do in that instance or that case? Another, what do, what happens if I'm explaining something to you and I feel like you're not listening and tuning me out? What should I do in that case? What advice do you have for me? And finally, how should I communicate with you to be more effective in getting you to understand my perspective? even if you don't agree with it originally. These are introspective questions that will help that person start to get a gauge of, hey, what would I really do? And maybe they can give you some actual advice that works, that will work because it's actually coming from them as opposed to you telling them what to do. So really key aspect here is getting an understanding of the thought process of this person and how their alternative world works. That may prove to be beneficial to you. Let me give you an example. If the person believes that they are always on time on everything and you can't tell them any different, but you know that not to be true the case, you may, now that you know this pattern, you may want to move up deadlines. You may want to tell them to be somewhere a little bit earlier than normal, right? Because you know what the pattern is and you know how their mind works. Now, somebody asked the question, well, Brandon, what if I've done all of that and they are still exhibiting these behaviors, and I've done all of that. Now that may be, be true, may well very be true, but you cannot force someone into changing their behavior. They must make that decision. So 
Finally, the last option after you've done all that is really sadly that you may need to distance yourself from the relationship, if not exit completely. Now, somebody may say, well, this is really not an option because I'm married or I'm in this situation or that's my job. And that may be the case. But can you put enough distance, whatever that may mean, so the effects of their detrimental behavior are not as, um, doesn't have as much of an impact? Can you put enough distance? Can you try to say, do things a little bit differently, right? And those are really some of the options that you have for delusional behavior. But I will be honest with you, it's one of the more difficult and challenging um, negative behaviors that you can come across just because it's so difficult to get on that same page. And so really a couple of keys to summarize is there. You want to try to get a perspective of where that person is coming from, have some goals in mind and be able to give key examples of why this is a problem and how it's detrimental. Okay. And that's where we're going to finish up here on this week's episode of the podcast. I hope these tools and techniques will give you some assistance. And I'd love to hear your feedback. Please be sure to we check that all the time, get new episode ideas. And uh, thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. You are listening to the Say This Podcast. And listen, when someone is honest with you, the first thing out of your mouth should be thank you. Thank you. Because we can go six ways to Sunday trying to figure it out. I just want to know the truth. Thank you. You are listening to the Say This Podcast. And you have to understand, that's just not going to happen. And it's naive to think and operate as if it will. Listen, I never said it's going to be easy. But we're not looking for easy. We're looking for an effective solution to solve the problem. And here's the thing about an apology. It stops the bleeding, but it doesn't heal the wound. Trust is the first thing to go and the last thing to come back when you're talking about an apology and trying to figure it out. And you know how it goes. Oh, is my paycheck going to be right this week? With the passive aggressiveness, sarcasm. How do you deal with that? You are listening to the Say This Podcast.